Blog Talk Radio. This is the Healing Light Show with your host, Ken Burrow. Stay with us as we bring honor and glory to Jesus, our Savior, Deliverer, and Healer. morning and welcome to the Healing Light Show on Blog Talk Radio. Hi, I'm your host, Ken Burrell. We've got an exciting show for you today. Um, we're going to be talking about miracles, healings, words of knowledge, prophetic flow. With I'm going to call her an apostle. That's not, her, that's not what she told me to call her, but after spending a few times talking with this girl, this woman, rather, um, she has such an anointing on her life, and she has such a wonderful understanding about where we're at in in a time such as this. So it's a real honor to 
have our guest today, Tracy Robertson. Tracy um, is the founder of Infinite Gifts Ministries, where she prays for your needs, provides prophetic words, teaches people how to operate in the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, and helps you unlock your spiritual gifts. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Tracy Robertson. Good morning, Tracy. Welcome to our show. Good morning, Ken. Uh, Good morning, Holy Spirit. Uh, Thanks so much for having me on Healing Light Radio today. I'm uh, going to briefly share some scripture and then okay. I'm going to share some testimonies because they, they really build people's faith to receive healing. My focus this morning is just going to be on healing. Healing is the children's bread. And then Ken and I are going to pray for your needs as you dial in, and we're going to expect Jesus to move. We just pray, and Jesus moves. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13.8 says um, in uh, verse 7, Remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Getting healed is a matter of faith. Many, many times Jesus said, uh, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go because your faith has made you well. You're healed. It's all about faith. We believe that Jesus is who he says he is, and he does what he says he's going to do. And, you know, in uh, Mark 16, 17, and 18, Jesus said, these things and more will you do. Let me find Mark uh, 16 here, sorry. So 16, starting with verse uh, 17, And these signs will accompany those that believe. Okay, Jesus didn't say you have to be an apostle, a prophet, a pastor, a teacher, an evangelist. You have to be anointed. He just said you had to believe. That's your job. Believe. Believe and receive the word of God. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents with their hands. If they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. And they will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. That's it. But, you know, also in Matthew 13, 58, Jesus said, Lord, help thou their unbelief. For the apostles said, help our unbelief. So the bottom line there is we all just need to pray for that. So every head bowed, every eye closed. Father, in the name of Jesus, first of all, we just praise you for your word. Your word is sharper than a two-edged sword. You said every word that comes out of my mouth will accomplish that which I set it out to do. You are not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. And every word of God is absolutely true. Jesus, we thank you for the finished work of the cross. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. We ask you to take control. I empty myself of me. And we ask you to forgive us, Father, of unbelief. We repent of unbelief, even today. And God, help us to be believers and receivers of all the promises in the word. So remember something. 
our faith is in Jesus. It's not in people. Jesus himself said, have faith in God in Mark eleven twenty two. You know, we see in Exodus twelve twenty six, I'm the Lord who heals you. Period. That's it. In Psalm one oh seven, nineteen through twenty one twenty one, he sent forth his word, who is Jesus, and he healed him. In Exodus, you know, because in the beginning was the word and the word was God. That's Jesus. Okay, in first John. So in Exodus twenty three twenty five, I will take away sickness from among you. Think about this with the COVID nineteen pandemic happening in the world. We have Psalm ninety one. We have the promises of God that He gives His angels charge over us that no plague shall come near our dwelling. Believe and receive. In Psalm thirty two, uh, it says, "O Lord my God, I called to you for help, and you healed me." And then Isaiah 53:45, the prophet says, sure, you know, obviously prophesying about Jesus. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace, the finished work of the cross, was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. We see the fulfillment in all the New Testament of this as Jesus and the disciples went about healing the sick. 1 Peter 2.24 states, And he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, so that we may die to sin and live in righteousness. For by his wounds, you were healed. You know what? We're living on the wrong side of the cross. Jesus was crucified on Friday, if you believe, you know, the calendar, and he rose on Sunday. It's finished. He took our sins so that we might not be sick. He took our sicknesses, rather, so that we might not be sick. He took our sins that we might be made free. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. He took on our poverty that we might be rich. We've got to live on the third day. Now, Jesus, as he moves through the church in this day, and as we see more and more glory revealed and the gifts of the Spirit in operation, and we see the Father honored and in awe and the fear of the Lord returning to the church, and Jesus glorified and the Holy Spirit allowed to reign, we got to live on the third day. It's finished. It's already done. And, you know, Show me. I'll, I'll be corrected. There's not one place in the New Testament where somebody came to Jesus and said, if thou will, I can be healed. That Jesus said, no, I don't feel like it. I got these people <laughs> bugging me. I don't have time for you. I'm, you know, I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> you know, 100% of the time, Jesus healed them. Jesus is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. He never changed. I'm the Lord God. I change not, is what the word says. And in Ephesians 3.17, it says, so that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, will be kept strong. Listen, faith works by love. We just have to fully grasp how much God loves us. You know, yesterday... 
God took me up into the heavenly realms, and it was like this green meadow, and there was there was a river, and he told me to hold out my hand, and I held out my hand, and he put a small little crown in it. I don't know what that means yet, but put a small little crown in it, and it was encrusted with jewels, and he beckoned to me. And then he had me come and sit on his lap, and he just held me and loved on me. We really have to have a revelation of how much God loves us and how he truly is our father. You know, you know, same as scripture, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, you're the world, that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Psalm 103:24 says, "Praise the Lord, my soul, all in my inmost being. Praise His holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and don't forget all His benefits. He forgives your sins and heals all of your diseases. All who redeems your life from the pit, crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desire with good things, that your youth is renewed." like the eagles. Notice that he heals of your diseases. There's nothing too hard for God. He says that about himself. I'm the God of all flesh. Is anything too hard for you? You know what's neat about Jesus? He's your problem solver. You got a problem? He's your problem solver. That's awesome. In Matthew 8 through seven, uh, 5 through 17, Jesus healed the centurion's servant. He sent his word and he healed the servant. And he told the man, it is done as your faith believed. Your servant is healed. And I'll tell you the astonishing thing about that story. Faith. That man came to Jesus and said, my servant lay dying. And, and uh, Jesus said, I will come. And the man said, you don't have to come. You don't even have to come. Just speak the word and he'll be healed. And later on in that account, in Matthew, it says the very self-same hour as the man headed back toward his house that Jesus spoke the word his servant was healed that's the kind of faith we need to operate in in Mark 534 Jesus said daughter your faith has healed you it's always faith your job is just to receive your job is to believe If you believe that Jesus is our healer and all the scriptures I just wrote, then all you have to do now is receive. So in Galatians 5, 6, it just kind of illustrates how faith works by love. It says, for we through the spirit by faith are waiting for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything but faith. Working through love. So God so loved, he gave Jesus. Again, just want to reiterate, your job is to believe and to receive. Jesus does the rest. Our job here on this broadcast today is to pray. We're just vessels who pray. Your job is to receive and Jesus moves. Be it unto you according to your faith. So I'm going to give some testimonies just of recent in praying for people. I was on a radio show a little under a month ago, actually, another radio broadcast. And I had a word of knowledge as people dialed in. 
uh, about a woman who had called in for prayer for her mother. And her mother had Alzheimer's. And um, she was not eating. She was on feeding tubes. She was not talking. And um, I I delivered the word of knowledge to the daughter, and she went and did as uh, instructed and believed. And a week later, the radio broadcast, uh, er, uh, the host, received an inbox on Facebook saying, my mom, praise God, is sitting up, she's eating, she's talking, right there. And Ken, you had a story about your mother-in-law. Do you want to share that? Yeah. um, My wife and I, Excuse me. My wife and I uh, had gone to the North Georgia Revival in Dawsonville, Georgia, which was a life-changing experience for me. But one of the things we got while we were there was uh, uh, oil that was flowing out of a Bible. And uh, nothing supernatural about the oil in itself, but I believe that the faith that, 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 that you put in it I don't know how to explain it. I've used it several times and seen miracles. But what happened with my mother-in-law is while we were gone, her, I'm just, for lack of better words, her little demons just acted up the whole time we were gone, just giving everybody a rough time. She was combative and fighting and out in dementia land and, the moment we walked into the house, I took one drop of oil and I put it on her forehead. And immediately the dementia left. Immediately all the, the combativeness left. And and then for a while we put a drop of oil in her in her oatmeal. <laughs> Anyhow, to make a long story a little shorter, she's doing awesome today. I mean, she is just we are very, very pleased with the outcome of things as you were saying. Um, and I, you know, I've seen, I've seen so many miracles, but instead of me talking about what I've seen, I want to hear what you've seen because you and I both have faith in God. I did a, yeah. um, I did a, a video this morning on, on Hebrews 11, one. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for the evidence of things unseen. Yes, folks, yeah. faith is blind. You know, yes. it is, the, but it's got substance. It's the substance of the things we hope for, the evidence yeah. of things we don't see. And yeah. the Bible also tells us it's impossible to please God without faith. So as yeah. believers, we must have faith. We just have to choose to believe the word of God over everything we see. Amen. And what do we have faith in? We have faith in the word of God. We have to be rooted and grounded in the word of God. Because if God spoke it, he's going to perform it. And you know, it's never on your timetable. (laughs) You know, God moves when God moves. But God will move and he will perform his word. And I'll tell you another one. Uh, My pastor's father was supposed to have knee replacement. And after one of the services, he came up to me, Harold was his name, and he said, Tracy, could you pray for my right knee? So you know what's funny? I I didn't pray any long, flowery prayer and bind demons or command rebukes of anything. I literally, my whole prayer, I laid hands on his knee, 
And I just prayed this. Lord, I pray he doesn't even need the surgery. That's all I pray. Well, next Sunday, I come into church, and he comes running from the back of the church toward me. And it literally picks me up and hugs me. And he said, I just came from the doctor Friday. No surgery required. It was exactly (laughs) as you pray. God had totally healed his knee. Here's another thing for people to understand. God is not limited, even though in Mark 16 it says you'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Listen, and I'm going to let Ken tell you stories of that too. After I tell you this one, I met a woman on a, a chat in a chat room on a website, Christian website, who then we used to pray together. Uh, she would call and we would pray for about an hour together. Really beautiful, lovely, spirit-filled woman. One day she called me and she said, can you pray for my mom? She is has been diagnosed with cancer, breast cancer, and uh, she needs to have a double mastectomy, and she's going in tomorrow for them to do the final prep for her to have the surgery on later in the week, whenever that was. And uh, so I, we did. We prayed for her mother together. Two can chase 10,000. She's supposed to have a double mastectomy. I don't even know this woman. Never met her in my life. Never met her daughter. Met her on a chat room. Talked to her on the phone. Never knew her in person. And uh, Bethel calls me and says, Tracy, you won't believe it. She went in uh, Friday, whatever day it was, and they did. They wanted to take, the doctor said, let's just take one more x-ray. So when we go in to do the double mastectomy, we have a better idea of what's going on. And the guy took the x-ray. She waited and waited and waited. An hour later came back and said, I can't explain it. To Bethel's mom, but he says there's no cancer. It's gone. Yay, Jesus. Totally healed. Totally healed. No surgery required. I prayed for a lady with macular degeneration. She was backslidden. And she had a really, really tragic story. Her father was a Baptist preacher, and he killed himself. And then she was mad at God. And, uh, you know, there's no cure for macular degeneration, but I prayed for her and actually in person and laid hands on her and uh, God completely healed her of that. And here's another Internet story just to illustrate God. You don't have to be present and lay hands on people. You just agree in faith, the prayer of faith, and uh, Jesus works uh, as the people receive and believe. Uh, I was on that chat room on the Christian site, and I was actually in a different chat room, just chatting with people, praying for people. And uh, two pastors came and got me out of that chat room and said, come over here to this other room. There's a man in here with diabetes, and his leg is supposed to be amputated. Um, Come in and pray for him. So we all three prayed, uh, two pastors and myself. We just typed the prayers into the chat room. And subsequently, no surgery required, completely healed by God. No amputation. He sent his word, and he healed him. I have a, I have a great Indian uh, apostle friend I've known just by uh, Facebook, Pastor Samraj. His wife was sick for 18 years. She had a debilitating uh, disease. And, uh, and she inboxed me and said, can you pray for my wife? And I prayed for her. I mean, I have the testimony right on my Facebook page from him. It totally healed. 
of whatever that was completely and totally healed again, just done by typing and praying. Here's another one. Um, there was a Facebook friend I never met in real life. She, I, I preached in Atlanta, and she subsequently came, uh, subsequently came and, and uh, listened to me preach in Atlanta. I did a three-day conference there. It was an amazing conference. People were healed, delivered, uh, demons cast out of people. We had an open heaven. Anyway, I met her eventually, but I uh, didn't know her except by, you know, chat and Facebook Messenger. And and uh, I just got a, a, a stirring from the Holy Spirit that she needed to be filled with the Holy Ghost. So I started just typing scriptures because she reached out to me and was just talking and asking for prayer. And she wasn't filled with the Holy Ghost, didn't speak in tongues. And so I began to pray for her and to give her scripture. And uh, we did this for about a half hour. And all of a sudden, Facebook Messenger went blank. She wasn't responding. She And I went, well, I, I scared her off. <laughs> um, uh-huh. And finally, about 10 minutes later, you know how you see those little dots so you know somebody's typing on Facebook Messenger? And I see those little dots. So I see I haven't scared her off, and she's going to say something. And I wait, and I wait, and I wait for her message to come through. <laughs> and it says... It sounds like Russian. <laughs> so she was sitting there the whole time I was waiting for her 15 minutes to say something, speaking in tongues. And awesome. her response was, it sounds like Russian. So God is not limited by space or time. He's just not. That's true. You know, where, faith, where faith is, God... Um, you know, there's just so many more. Ken, maybe you can tell some more. God is not, I've seen hundreds of healings. I've seen hundreds. I've actually had three or four people receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues right through Facebook Messenger. I mean, I'm not kidding. Um, yep. Whether you physically lay hands on them or not, it's the faith that makes them whole. He's not. He's only limited by your unbelief. So maybe you want to just add some additional stories to that, and then I you do. can I, uh, I, open up the phone lines I, and pray for people if there's anybody on. Okay. Um, I do want to say two things. You were talking about the guy with the kneecap. Um, yeah. Several years ago, we were having a, a tent revival, and and this older gentleman came, and he was ready to have knee surgery too. And um, I walked over to pray for him, and I put my hand on his knee, and I started praying for him. And the patella, the kneecap, was started vibrating wow. back and forth. And then it really started vibrating. And then I looked up at him, and he said, can you feel that? And I said, yeah, I can feel that. I, wow. I mean, you could, it was moving so fast. It was unbelievable. Wow. He ended Lord, up not having knee Lord. surgery. He got he got healed. Then I didn't see him for quite a while. Then I ran into him here not too long ago. He said, "Man, I wish I could have found you." He said, "I ended up having surgery on my other knee." He said, "Oh, I could have found you." He said, "I would never gone through that." But um, but what you were saying about what you were saying about you know people getting healed over the internet, people getting healed over the phone. God is, as you said before, he is not limited. Um, I came up in, in a denomination where I believed that you had to do things a certain way. Okay, well, God has shown me that 
none of that's true because God's going to do what God's going to do. And right. I've seen well over 400 miracles happen since it hasn't even been a year. Uh, and Lord, many you. of them, many of them over the Internet, many of them over the telephone. Amen. And I've noticed in the last three or four months that Jesus is healing people before they answer their phone. I've had more than one person say, I felt the anointing before the phone. I felt the anointing before the phone rang. And Amen. And, it, and it's happened a lot. You know, I, I don't even people are getting healed and I don't even pray for them. I just call them and bam. Wow. You know? Wow. They're getting Lord. healed left and right. And it seems to be happening more and more and more. And I've always told people, I said, you know, God answers before we call. And you mentioned early on, you mentioned a couple of Bible verses that I use almost every time I pray for somebody. And that is Psalms 1, verse 20. You know, he sent his word to heal us, to prevent us from our destruction. He sent his word. And then in the book of John, it says, in the beginning was a word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Well, I put Amen. those two verses together, and I had a little bit of an epiphany. Wow. Yes, you know? that's right. I tell people, Jesus I tell people all the time. Jesus is the same. He never changed. He always was. He always was. And just because on the timeline he didn't come to earth and die on the cross, here's the epiphany I had. He always was that, even before he came and performed that. Here's the epiphany I had. We're living on the wrong side of the cross. Everybody's living with the crucifixion. People need to live with he is risen. Because when Jesus rose from the dead, and when he said it's finished, it's over. It's finished. If you have lupus, it's healed. If you have Alzheimer's, it's healed. If you uh, have back pain, it's healed. If you have cancer, it's healed. It's already done. That's where in the beginning was the word and the word was God. The word was with God. What happened? It's already done. It's already done. The problem with people isn't people. It's what their churches are teaching them. They're not teaching them to tap into who Jesus is, the gifts of the spirit. They're saying they don't, they're not for now. They're, they're limiting the flow of the Holy Spirit in their church services. They're not letting the Holy Spirit have his way. They're teaching, literally, no offense to anybody, doctrines of demons. And people are bound. Jesus said, I came to loose the chains. I came to set the captives free. I came to heal all of your diseases. I'm the God who heals you. We have to tap into the fact of who Jesus is is and believe and receive it and what do we believe the word of god you know faith does come by hearing hearing what the word of god God. it's the word it's the word it's the word and you know if you're sick go on google and say uh and put in the search bar uh healing scriptures you'll get 150 and now just start, there's something in the power of speaking the word out loud. You know, Amen. he sends his angels who do his word when you speak his word out loud by faith. Now, 
the next step is to be a receiver. You know, many of you are givers. Oh, you're givers. You give, you tithe, you give your time, your intercessors, you're praying for people. Can you be a receiver? Be a receiver. God wants us to be receivers of his word and all of his promises. Every word of God is true. And God will prove his word. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. You know, I tell people all the time, you believe Jesus died on the cross? Yes. You believe he rose again? Yes. You believe you're saved because of that? Yes. Then why don't you believe you were also healed on the same day he went to that cross? Amen. That's good right there. That's right. You know, because he did heal us the same day he saved us. Bottom line, you know. And the wonderful thing about it is, you know, I again, I, I said I came up with a, a different denomination and, and, and I bought into a lot of the stuff they were telling me. But the truth of the matter is, everything they, they taught me really was just a twisted truth. The point of the matter is, Jesus healed us 2,000 years ago. All we have to do is as you said earlier, have the faith that he did that. Go ahead and talk yeah. for a second. I need to <laughs> Well, I mean, I think that Ken and I can share with you between us over a thousand miracles that we've seen. We've sure. seen people healed. We've seen people delivered. We've seen people, we've seen creative miracles. Um, you know, God, God actually stands ready and willing to do anything you ask. Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. How do you argue with that? Yeah. So whatever you say, if you shall receive. And, you know, this is the year of the mouth, pay, in the Hebrew calendar. Speak the word. Say it out loud. Don't speak your unbelief. Don't speak your fear. You know, there's a lot of Christians walking around oppressed and afflicted because they keep speaking their disease. They keep speaking their discomfort. Maybe they're in a trial. You know, God says he, he tests the hearts and souls of men. You know, we're going to go through trials. Uh, all you got to do is look at David being chased by Saul and David being betrayed by his brothers, put in prison, lied about by Potiphar's wife. All you got to do is read account through the Bible, the apostles all dying except John, uh, you know, horrible, gruesome deaths. You know, we're going to be tried in this life. Uh, but but at the same time, um, you know, people walk under this victim mentality or the cross, the, the, the Friday, the crucifixion complex. People have concepts that, uh, well, there's sin in my life. That's why I'm not being healed. Seriously, really? Jesus said to the, the lady uh, in Samaria, uh, you've had five husbands, and she, she got saved. She was living in sin. <laughs> There's no, sin does not disqualify you from being healed. We've all sinned. Because, even Paul said, I'm the chiefest among sinners. We've all sinned. We've all come short of this glory. I don't think any of us are going to be 100% pure until we die. And go up to heaven. We're all going to fall down and go boom. We're all not going to be perfect in everything we do. I'm not condoning sin. Uh, we, you know, we need to live holy lives. 
But, you know, it could be a wrong thought. It could be a wrong attitude. It could be a wrong response. It could be a lot of things that God's not happy with. I'm not saying blatant sin. You know, but people seem to think that sin disqualifies them from being healed. So they say to themselves, I'm not being healed because I refuse to give up smoking right now. I can't do it. I have too much stress in my life. I'm not being healed because um, I don't want to forgive my dad. <laughs> you know, I'm not being, no. Jesus, you know, while you should do those things, those are good things to do, and God will give you grace to overcome those things, Jesus never once told anybody that we see the opposite with the Samaritan woman. You know, he healed her. She was living in sin, not married, with a man, and she went and testified of who he was because he read her mail. That's where the gifts of the Spirit are so helpful in ministering to people, where you get words of knowledge about people or you get prophetic words about people because they know it came from heaven. It didn't come from you. It had to be God. There has to be a God. All that the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the nine gifts do, is they verify the isness, if you will, of God, of who God is. You know, they're just supporting God is who he is. And so, so you know, people walk around with sickness because they are they need to unlearn things they've been taught or their own mindset or lies from the enemy that prevent them from walking into complete wholeness in every area of their life. And it's the word. It's the power of the word. I am the Lord who heals you. He sent forth his word and healed them. I will take away sickness from among you. Oh, Lord, my God, I called to you for help. And you healed me. It's indisputable. Yes. You know, the Bible says that the power of life and death are in your tongue. Amen. What we say has an impact. You know, I, I what deal you with say a lot is of, what you'll have. So yeah. What you I, say I deal, is what you will have. Amen. I deal with a lot of people and 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 Many people say things not understanding the power of the tongue. You know, I I have people who say, well, you know, this is killing me. No, it's not killing you. Okay? Stop that. Or they say, my disease, they claim it. They say it's theirs. And I tell people all the time, don't you claim that. That don't belong yeah. to you. That belongs to the devil. What are you, what are you saying it's yours for? So we have to be aware of the things we say, you know. Amen. And yes, as you said before, we've all sinned and fallen short of the, of the glory of God. But you know, the same time he healed us, he also forgave us of our sins, past, present, Amen. and future. Amen. Okay. He knows the human condition. He knows that we're not going to be perfect. We're not going to be as holy as we want. Even though we try, he knows that we're going to fall and fail, but he covered that at the cross. And you said earlier that, that, you know, we're living on the wrong side of the cross. And, and you're correct. We don't need to be living before he died on the cross. We need to be in the upper room. We need to be in Amen. the upper room where the Holy Spirit fell. Yeah. Come on, Jesus. And the Holy Spirit yeah. does everything. You know, God and Jesus hold the Holy Spirit in reverence. They, Amen. they hold him in reverence. What are you saying, Ken? 
here's what I'm saying. You know, the Bible says you can talk bad about God. You can talk bad about Jesus, but you better not talk bad about the Holy Spirit. Why do they hold him in reverence? It's because he is the one who does it all. He's the one who God spoke it, Holy Spirit did it. Jesus speaks it, the Holy Spirit does it. We speak it, the Holy Spirit does it. Amen. Okay? Amen. And, you know, David said in the Psalms, um, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. There's a lot of power in that verse because what are you thinking? What are you thinking? And what are you speaking? You know, let, and David said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. You know, it says, that, you know, whatever these things are, are wonderful and, and lovely, think on those things. That's what we need to be thinking about. What are those things? They're the word of God. And, and actually, it's the Holy Spirit who takes the word of God and makes it happen. Exactly. Exactly. So. So that's why we need to have, I feel really stirred to pray for people, whether they're listening now or they're going to listen to the rebroadcast yeah. to, to receive the Holy Spirit if they don't have the Holy Spirit. Um, so if that's okay with you. Jesus, I, I, I want to do up. that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, I want no, to do ahead. that, but I also, I also want for you and I to join our faith together. And, and for anybody who's listening today, I, I want us to pray healing over them too. So I didn't mean let's to interrupt that. you. Go ahead. Go no, ahead let's do and, that first. Okay. Let's do that Father first. Father God. Hallelujah. We give you praise. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just praising God. Sorry. Okay. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, we join our faith together. Tracy and I, to pray for anybody who's listening who needs a healing touch from the Holy Spirit today. I know that your anointing goes on these recordings. Father, I sense your presence here this morning. So right now, we speak against each and every kind of disease or injury I know there are people in pain, and God will remove your pain. He will remove your pain. I've seen it hundreds and hundreds of times. And Tracy said you have to have faith. You have to believe that God is the same today, yesterday, and forever. And he will heal you. So right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, of Nazareth, I command every pain to leave. Now, every pain to leave that body now. I, I, I sent somebody with a lower back pain that has been excruciating. Right? I mean, it's been it's bad. But I speak right now and I command that pain to go. You must leave. In Jesus' name. That's confirmation. I saw, I saw lower back pain while you were praying. So yes. we just command the rebuke of that lower back pain. We command the muscles, we command the bones, we command the ligaments to line up 
with the word of God, like a chiropractic. I see the hands of Jesus doing like a chiropractic adjustment on that lower back right now. Whoever you are, you're going to be healing, feeling some heat in your lower back. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise, Jesus. Whoa, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I told you it was a crushed disc. It's not crushed anymore. Thank you, Jesus. It's not crushed anymore. It's, it's just like the Thank third or fourth you. one above, above your Rear side. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. There's somebody watching, and I, I don't even, I'm trying to get a picture of it, or not watching, but listening, or you're going to listen to the rebroadcast. And there's something in your blood. I'm not sure what it is. I don't know if it's something like uh, leukemia or it's something where you're not producing the right amount of vessels, uh, your, uh, you know, whatever they're called, the white and red uh, things or what it is. But uh, right now, I just ask for a Holy Ghost transfusion from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. I see actually the blood of Jesus with light in it. You're a woman. And it's going through your body right now. And I just see the blood of Jesus touching and, and running through your veins from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. Oh, ha, there it is. Thank you, Thank Jesus. You, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I just say that you are healed by Jesus right now. Thank you, Jesus. And that whatever it was that was in your blood that was out of order, Jesus just infused you with the power of his blood. And it's running through your veins. Holy, holy, holy. Lord, you're so holy. And I see the light of Jesus in that blood. So so you're not only getting his blood, but you're getting the light of Jesus coming through your body right now. And you're going to feel electrified from that light. And you're going to feel different. And, uh, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you and give you praise for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you very much. Um. We do have one caller on there. Caller, what I'm going to do is just say the last uh, four digits of your phone number. Now, don't hang up. All right? A lot of people get scared when I say you're on the air. But if you do have something you want to comment, or do you need a prayer, or if you want a prophetic word, hey, this is your opportunity. And if you don't want any, and if you don't need any of those things, all you have to do is don't say anything, but don't hang up, okay? So I'm going to go open up the lines right now. The last four digits of your phone number is 8946. Like I said, you're welcome to participate, and if you don't, that's okay, too. We, we love you anyhow. God bless you. So turning on your microphone now, and here you can talk if you want to. Thank you for calling in. Oh, thank you for having me this morning. Well, we appreciate you calling. Can we do anything for you today? Can we pray for you? or How can we help? Sure. You guys can pray for me. Pray for me a prophetic word or however the Holy Spirit leaves you this morning. All right. Well, I'm going to leave that up to Trace. My name is Shakuala. Say again? Shakuala? Shakuala. Beautiful name. Shakuala? Ooh, you. you know, you know. As soon as you said your name, I saw a crown. And uh, the Lord, the, the Lord sees you as a queen in His kingdom, Shakwala. 
Um, he sees you as someone who has stood through a lot of adversity and you stood stubbornly and steadfastly holding on to the hem of his garment, holding on to his promises. And uh, the Lord wants you to know that while you've been through a season of testing, he's bringing you out. And all the promises that he made to you uh, are going to come to pass. Just keep believing, keep praying, keep speaking his promises. Take those prophetic words that you've been given. Read them out loud. Thank him for it. Praise him for it. You know what else? I see you dancing before him. Do you dance do you dance before him? No, I don't. I don't. It's okay, you can always I would like to, habit. <laughs> I would like You'd to, like to yeah. I well I, I let me interrupt just a second here. you have been struggling for quite some time trying to figure out your place in the kingdom, trying to figure out what God really wants you to do. Is this true? Uh, in a sense, I know that I'm called, um, you know, to the prophetic or whatnot, but I just, I don't know the the fullness of everything or like when God wants me to step out, how he wants, I just... Sometimes I, like, critique myself, and I'm like, God, well, I do this, and people know that I used to do this. And, you know, I I don't want to be one of those people that, you know, preach on Sunday, and then they live like the devil Monday through Saturday. I just don't want Amen. I want my life and my actions and my behavior to, to be characteristics of Christ. Because I feel like that's what we all should do. If God has called us to lead by example, we should be the example, Christ-like. So I guess, I don't know. I just know that I am called, and I know that one day I will preach the word of God. And, I mean, I've been doing ministry anyways, you know, because I'm in healthcare, And, I, you know, when I take care of people, I end up, you know, encouraging them or praying for them, asking can I pray for them or just got to use me to say anything at any given moment. So I've been doing it all along, but, I mean, I know there's more. So Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You you do know that God's got more for you. You do know in your heart that there is a lot more you're going to do in these end days. It just hasn't come to fruition yet. But it is going to come to fruition. It is going to happen. There are uh, you've had uh, you've had some good experiences with praying for people on healing, haven't you? Yes, I have. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm hearing right. Yeah. Got the Holy Ghost all over me. God's Ooh. going to increase that. He is going to man the Holy Ghost thank all you, over Jesus. me. Well, I thank tell you. you one thing, young lady. He loves you a lot because he's like zapping me over here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys hear but me? I love uh, yeah. Oh, I just want to make sure I was back on the air. Yeah, you are. I got disconnected. Got... <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. That's because that's because the devil don't want you talking life to this young lady. But I so, do. Uh, so go let ahead. Me, let me ask you. I mean, God really sees you. You're uh, you're a general. You're not you're not a worker bee. 
God really sees you as a general in his army. You've paid the price. You've, you've paid the dues. You've, you've, you're a worshiper. And, uh, and, I, and, uh, and I, I agree with Ken. I see God moving you more and more with power and with grace to, uh, to be ministering to people more and more. Wow. Well, what do you think about that? Uh, I think that's a blessing. But sometimes I, I guess, like, I don't know. I just wonder. Like, I'm the type of person that I analyze everything. So I'm like, God, how am I going to do this? Or how would I say this? Or I don't know. But I know just when God speaks, I just, you know, when God says, say something, I'll say it. You know, but I need yeah. more boldness. I need. That's we'll pray for a holy boldness. We'll pray for that yeah. for you. Yeah. Uh, we'll pray Before for you, that. Father. Um, we ask you to. We ask you to impart upon your daughter here holy boldness, like the apostles had. Lord, you see her as a leader, as a trailblazer, as a. Uh, and so we just ask you, Lord, Father, I bind. Uh, uh, you know what I'm getting. Uh, God, say your name again. Shekwala. I'm all right. (laughs) Pardon me. Um, uh, I see you with some self-doubt. Like, I'm not worthy. But see, God sees you as the warrior queen that you are. You're a warrior. You're an intercessor, aren't you? I am. Yep. And a leader. And that's how God, yeah. And that's how God sees you. So you're not who you think you are. You are not who other people have told you you are because that can be very damaging, you know, other people's opinions of us if we receive them. But you're a warrior queen. The first thing I saw was a crown when you said your name. God sees you as a warrior queen. So, Father, we just pray for this holy boldness to come upon her. Give her discernment. Of when to speak, you know, if you're prophetic, you have to know when to hold them, when to fold them, and when to play. You can speak yes. a word over somebody that'll just destroy them because the timing's not right in their life to hear that word. You can speak a word that really empowers them, and they take that word and run with it, and they go off to the next level in God. And there's times where you just need to pray. You're called to pray. You're not called to talk to them. You're not called to give them a word. God gave you a word about them. But you're just supposed to pray them into the center of God's will for their life. And God will take care of the rest. He showed you that about them because he wants you to pray for them. See, you're an intercessor, so you understand that. But people that are intercessors also get a lot of warfare because you're removing kingdoms, the kingdoms of this world. You're removing strongholds. You're removing demonic uh, oppression or possession in some cases. You're removing sickness. You're removing uh, unbelief. You're praying for souls. So the devil hates you because you're making headway. Yeah, you're making headway with your intercessory prayers. And God's taken notice of that. He's seen you on your knees. He's seen you travailing before him for people. Believe me, God has seen all of that. And, uh, and I think in this season, just spend more time in the secret place. 
Spend more mm-hmm. time in the secret place. More time. Give him more time. You can do all your working. You know, just be speaking in tongues under your breath and singing a worship song to yourself. Just spend more time in the secret place. And God will begin to reveal more and more of his plan. Um, ask him for strategies and tactics uh, for this next season. I feel like you're at the end of a season in your life. Mm. And I, God's about ready okay. to move you into a different season. And it's a good yes. season. Amen. Oh, God. Amen and amen. I'll, Unfortunately, amen. I have to uh, interrupt and interject here for just a minute. We're running out of time. Sure. It okay. always okay. seems to happen when I'm having fun. Time just goes by so quick <laughs> on this show. I want to thank you for calling in, young lady. Uh, thank remember you. This. Bless you. Re- remember this. The gifts and calling of God are irrevocable. He will never change his mind concerning you. So you do have a purpose. And I, and I, I believe everything Tracy said to you, grab it, run with it, hold on to it. Well, with three minutes left, I'm going to, I do want to give the opportunity for anybody who's listening today. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal savior, today is the day of salvation. Jesus Christ yeah. truly is coming back soon. He really is. Okay? And it's it's your choice today, heaven or hell. All you have to do is confess that you're a sinner. We all are. Okay? Everybody on this on this program today confessed that at one point in time. That was that's called a step of faith. Take a step of faith and say, Jesus, if you're real, I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sins and come into my life today. And a supernatural thing will happen. You will have no doubt in your mind at that moment that Jesus Christ is the living Son of God. So go ahead, ask him in. You got everything to gain and hell to lose. Well, mm. my goodness, this, this hour went by just soul cotton picking fast. Hey, Tracy, thank you so much. Thank you so very much for being our guest. Definitely want to bring you back. In fact, as we oh, were talking, time. as we were talking, if we can get the technical issues figured out, I would like to see us do a live on Facebook prayer and prophecy show. Amen. I think that would be incredible. I've been praying for Amen. somebody who can hook up with me and Amen. do that. So, okay, you, well, that's Thank you, it. Right Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Blessings to you and your wife. Um, and I just uh, pray that as you go throughout your day today, you're just blessed everywhere you go and you're coming in and going south. Thank you so much, Ken. Sorry about my phone well, just cutting off. Oh, it's not a problem. It happens. But, hey, you came back. And, <laughs> young lady, thank you once again for joining us today. You you really added to the program. Thank hey, you. Be a, so may you much. be blessed and be a blessing. Okay. Well, yeah, unfortunately... It's that time. Thank you all for listening to Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Ken Burrell. Thank you, Tracy Robertson. We appreciate you being here. God bless you. Be blessed and be a blessing. You have been listening to The Healing Light Show with your host, Ken Burrow. Prayerfully consider supporting this ministry. To donate, go to The Healing Light Radio Show on Facebook, where you will find a link to donate. Thanks for listening. Be blessed and be a blessing.